Hey, what's up? It's Kat Jones, your host, as always. Today is February 9th, 2020. I learned what yeet means finally, and this is Queer All Year. What's up? This is Kat, and I've decided to stop repeating everything that I say in the intro because I just say, like, this is Kat Jones, your host, and then immediately say, this is Kat Jones, your host. I'm Kat Jones. I'm your host, and I'm here, as always, with my bro and sound producer, Mick G. New New! And see, now i got to talk about what New New is, and I just don't, I mean, don't Urban Dictionary that. I'm going to tell you guys. Uh, so... Moving on from new new, um, we are going to talk about social media for a second again, which I'm sure you're sick of, but do it. Go out to Facebook and like our page Queer All Year and go out on Facebook again and join our group Queer All Year Fam, where we are going to start just blowing things up. It's going to be awesome out there. And I have questions and stuff and like polls that I need to put out there just to see Give some feedback on what you guys like and don't like. Y'all, I, someone tally these things. I'm, I don't know how much I'm going to end up donating at the end of every week, but I'm going to do it. If you want to catch me maybe saying things like that on social media, which I'm not going to do because social media I can just like read back and edit before I post because I'm not Trump. Uh, you can find us at Queer All Year Pod on all of the social, social meds. Socials. You can also find us on Patreon if you think that we are worth uh, supporting a little bit. Um, if you would really like to, you can join at our $5 tier and then you will get all this extra content, all sorts of bonus episodes. I am getting ready to do one on Jerry Falwell. I know I keep promising Anita Bryant she's going to come, but I researched Jerry Falwell today, and I already know a lot about him, and I, oh my gosh, I just want to talk about, I want to talk about this crazy person. So, that will be out there. We've already got a Downton Abbey rambling thing, and um, a little bit about the history of homosexuality laws in the UK, which you got a bit of a taste of yesterday, Um, and if you like, so if you like that kind of rambling nonsense right there. That is where you can find it at the $5 tier. We do have a $1 tier if you would like to get our bloopers, which are not yet being released on a set schedule, but we're gonna we're working on it. And they're generally hilarious. So the big thing that you can do to help is subscribing and rating wherever you are. So if you like the show and you want to get it every day then you can subscribe to it and just a little behind the scenes business side that like you know doesn't matter to me but it matters to you know getting the podcast and word out there um subscribing gets you downloads and downloads make us look like we have people who like us and so the more downloads we get the more publicity we kind of get on whatever podcatcher you're using i hate that word huh podcatcher but uh, yeah, anyway, so, sub- so the sub- subscribes are really important. Another really important thing that I found out isn't as important as I thought, but is still important is ratings. And I know Apple Podcasts, um, it seems to not take the star rating into, you know, as much, you know, it's not as heavily weighted as I thought it was. 
apparently if you write out a review with your rating, that really helps out a lot. So I know there are several people who have rated us and not written a review and I'm not like getting on you or anything, but it would really help if you could go out and write something along with your rating just because that helps us because I spent a lot of time trying to search for us in like the podcast app and iTunes and everything and we do not come up unless you type in the actual name. So we want to be found when people search for stuff so people can be more educated. As educated as I can possibly make this. Um, so beyond that, we are really only talking about one subject today because I fell into a Jerry Falwell hole with a bear trap at the bottom, tiger trap, whatever that thing's called. Uh, it was pretty terrible. And, and it's pretty awesome. And uh, there are other things I can talk about today, but I feel like this one is just really good for history to know. Uh, so what we're talking about today is the Teletubbies. And if you don't know what the Teletubbies are, I envy your sweet summer child life. Um, so... In the context of Teletubbies, we are also talking about Jerry Falwell. And just those words all together should make you want to yeet your phone across the room. And I apparently knows how I, that's probably the right way to use the word, according to what has been described to me. Uh, anyway, so Jerry Falwell was a Southern Baptist pastor who had a he was a televangelist, and he, I think he made a megachurch, and um, if you don't know what a megachurch is, it's just a gigantic, like, cafeteria-type mall place that happens to have a big-screen TV that is broadcasting uh, a sermon. And um, he founded Liberty Christian Academy. I don't remember what it was originally called, but that's what they changed their name to, which is Yikes!, and then he was the founder of the Moral Majority, which is like more yikes. That's like just screaming stuff, cat-shaped hole in the wall, run away. No, please. Uh, Jerry Falwell is um, maybe not best known, but like kind of my favorite thing about him as a conservative lunatic is that he said about, about 9-11 in 2001, so 9-11-2001, two days after that, he said, I really believe that the pagans and the abortionists and the feminists and the gays and lesbians who are actively trying to make that an alternate lifestyle, the ACLU, People for the American Way, all of them who have tried to secular secularize America, I point the finger in their face and say, you helped this happen. And that is about 9-11. So we did 9-11, you guys. I'm pretty sure I've said this before, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to keep saying this quote every time Falwell comes up because I just, I love it so much. He's just such a garbage person. So anyway, um, behind, with that background, I guess this actually happened before he said that ridiculous thing. Um, the National Liberty Journal, which I... Uh, I, it seems to be basically the literary journal of the Liberty Christian Academy, the university he founded. Um, 
and it's probably not a literary journal, but you know, whatever. They they published an article that is unsigned but universally acknowledged as having been written by Jerry Falwell, uh, and no one no one has ever contradicted that claim. And so either he really likes it and he's you know just letting it go, but I would think the real author would come out. I don't know. Anyway, he wrote it. We know he wrote it, and the title is "Parents Alert." Tinky Winky comes out of the closet. Yeah, Tinky Winky. So, um, gosh, if you don't know what Teletubbies are, I just, I envy you so much. But, so the Teletubbies names are Tinky Winky, Dipsy, Lala, and Poe. And they are creatures, um, that are fairly round with heads that are, also kind of round and cherub cherubic or however you pronounce that word and they look like they're wearing mittens and they jump around and roll around and babble nonsense uh, in which is their teletubby language and then they watch tv on their stomachs um and then they play games with these giant horns that come out of the ground and the sun has a baby in it that like laughs at them all day and they have a vacuum named nunu and I have to bring that up because McGee brought him up. And I think Nunu is like their parent, kind of. Like, Nunu seems to keep them in line or something. Um, yeah. So, um, so Tinky Winky is the leader of the group, I guess. He's the oldest one. And, um, so yeah, he wrote this article about how Tinky Winky is gay. And, um, to be fair to everyone he basically stole the concept from a salon magazine article written um a few or a few years earlier it was written by the co-founder of salon magazine joyce millman it was titled tubby thumping or tubby thumping which is a play on um tub thumping tub thumping by chumbawamba that is a wonderful thing to say listen to that song Anyway, so she is a pop culture critic, and her writing has appeared in a lot of things like the New York Times, things like that. Her main point of her article was an accusation that Teletubbies are indoctrinating children into watching television or something. And she does kind of have a point in that the target demographic was children under the age of one. And I spent a lot of my college years studying childhood development with an emphasis on linguistics, so I do kind of have an issue with the language of the Teletubbies, which is nonsense babbling, and that it targeted targeted an audience that is that young, both of which contribute to delayed speech development. And like, you know, that's not 100% of kids, but you know, you, you if you talk baby talk to your kids and the TV is their babysitter, which I'm not, I don't like that term, but you know, it, they don't learn language from TV. It's very interesting. I'm not going to go into it, but like, babies learn language from talking directly to people. They can't learn it through TV, apparently. Very weird. Very cool. I'm going to stop talking about that because I'm just going to go into a tangent again. Um, my folk, I don't, There are apparently some developmental advantages to the show. So uh, everything in moderation, I guess. Um, that article claims that gay groups in Britain say Tinky Winky is the first queer hero of children's TV. There is not a citation for that, and I did not find it, but uh, I also, well, children's TV, I guess. 
Um, so the big issue with, for most people is that he has a purse, and um, which is like shut up, because a it's it's a magic bag, and not a purse, but it can still be a purse, and b shut up. Okay, so like okay, from the article, he is purple, the gay pride color, and his at- antenna is shaped like a triangle, the gay pride symbol, and so that's Falwell's rationalization there. Barry Lynn, who was the then executive director of Americans United for the Separation of Church and State, which I didn't know existed, and I'm very interested in that, uh, wondered in a statement who Falwell would out next. He is amazingly sarcastic, and so I love him, and his uh, suggestion is that it would be Barney, because he's also purple. So then Falwell went on the Today Show with Katie Couric and said... To have little boys running around with purses and acting effeminate and leaving the idea that the masculine male, the feminine female is out and gay is okay is something Christians do not agree with. And, um, yeah, hi, free mom hugs. You guys are wonderful. You people, you lovely people. I'm, that's a tally. Sorry, writing it down. Yep, uh, free mom hugs. Wonderful people, Christians, just shut up, Jerry Falwell. Um, so after that insanity, um, yeah, so side note, the place they live is called the Tubbytronic Superdome. (laughs) I, I don't know. I want to get a tattoo of that or something or make a band. Oh my gosh. Someone make a band called the Tubbytronic Superdome. TM, TM, TM. Um, yeah, no, that's ours. Can't touch it. Anyway, so the advocate lauded Tinky Winky as a gay icon. Uh, He praised that what they deemed was clearly a boy being shown carrying a purse. And why, why do the Teletubbies have genders? Like, the result of a bad LSD trip shouldn't have human sex or gender imposed upon them. This is a nutball bad trip, just insanity thing I would come up after I'd been staring at the ceiling for like six hours and language stopped being a thing and I'd be like, tinky winky or something. Like this is a, they live in a, a another universe. Why do they have genders? Um, apparently they have some way to reproduce because there's also tiddly tubbies, which are baby teletubbies. Tiddly tubbies is not a word that should exist, I think. Their names are Mimi, Dada, Ba, Ping, Nin, and uh, Duggledy, Umby, and Pumby. So that's, um, yeah, they, they came out after, <laughs> came out, after Falwell died. And that kind of makes me a little sad because, oh, man, do I want to see him talk about tiddly tubbies. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. So, the yeah, so the problem is that he or it or that, the Teletubby thing, has a purse and is purple and has a triangle antenna. I forgot to mention that they have antenna and they're all different shaped and Tinky Winky has a triangle because he's gay and he's a boy and he has a gender. Um, and then I fell down a research hole about why purple is the symbol of the LGBT community. Uh, Like, 
there was the lavender scare and it's always been purple and we've actually had to take back the color lavender, that kind of thing. I looked it up and um, there is no known reason that purple or lavender became the official color of LGBT pride other than the rainbow. Um, the most prevalent theory that is like most accepted is that it's a combination of blue, which is the color for boys, and pink, which is the color for girls. So it's super cis and a bit problematic, but I could be biased because I hate purple and I just feel like a terrible queer. I'm like, I don't, I don't like it. And also I'm really into true crime, just so you guys know. And everyone on those shows who gets murdered, their favorite color is purple. I don't understand it. And everyone should just stay away from purple. Uh, let's pick a new color. One that's not gendered and, and like a combination of genders, I guess. How long are we going, McG? 17. 17 minutes. I spent 17 minutes talking about Tinky Winky. And, you know, I didn't actually talk about how the advocate used the F word to describe him. It. That. And by the F word, you know what I'm talking about. I would say the other F word except this is a family show. It is the F word. I will not say that it is, that is used by the church that I used to work across from. And uh, yeah, no, that was a weird word for the advocate to use. Unless that's a common word. Someone from advocate hit me up. Let me know. Let's talk. So that is the episode because I just, man, fell into a Teletubby hole and it was it was a bad trip man not that's not gendered that's uh it's me being a hipster type satire hush uh yeah so anyway if you do go out and you eventually or you are currently or you become a person who makes a tv show um yeah i would suggest making it kind of gay especially children's shows so that we don't have to be like, this Tinky Winky Purple dude is, like, super queer, man. You know, just just be like, Bert and Ernie are actually gay. It Finally, we're saying it. So, if you want to make history because it's not being made right now because we're all too afraid of losing funding for PBS, go out and make some gay kid shows, you know? Get Disney to make Elsa a lesbian, finally, which I mean, I think you can go out and sign a petition for. Apparently, there's talk that they're gonna do it in Frozen 3, and I'm like, they're not gonna do it. They're gonna not lose parents, you know? They want money, and they don't want to worry about alienating a demographic. So someone, go make history by joining Disney and taking them over and making just all sorts of LGBT characters, and then they become normalized, and then we all become awesome. Yeah, so that would make history, and you all are making history just by listening to this and sharing it and telling people and just becoming more educated about things like Teletubbies. So one thing that the Teletubbies always say, and how I'm going to end our show is by saying, we love you.